0: Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everyone. I hope you are doing well. We hope you had a very enjoyable, relaxing holiday uh, following the victory of Roma over Napoli and prior to this weekend's match against Juve, because this is where probably any peace of mind is going to uh, end before we begin this absolute a uh, slog of matches that, uh, by hook or by crook, it is going to be one emotion or the other, both of which are extreme to one end, uh, and then the other being the exact opposite of that. So prepare yourselves, prepare your body, because we are about to enter the point of no return. That being said, thank you to all of our wonderful patrons over at the Patreon. If you would like to join, uh, Patreon.com/slash and of course youtube.com slash at ISRoma press like subscribe all of that good stuff uh we again greatly appreciate your support as we uh close in on 2024 before we get to the uve match andy we can get this one out of the way well we'll do the transfer stuff first let's wait people enjoy transfers i am a a noted uh, boomer when it comes to the transfers i complain about it because i think it is far too long i Despise that they are talked about 12 months out of the year, that we do not have a single month of peace uh outside of the market. I, I despise that. Can't stand it. But uh given we are just a few days away from January, obviously, this is one of the periods where you are actually allowed to have players come and go. And the one that everyone now is discussing is if you want to talk about divisive politics, religion. Leo Bonucci. Leo Bonucci. You either love the guy or you hate the guy. I am not a huge, huge supporter of his. So when it comes to this guy, it seems like, like with all players, obviously, but with him, it's more profound. You have two very distinct sectors that uh, entail Leo Bonucci. You have the player, and then you have the personality. The personality, I'm just going to come out and say it, I think it sucks. I, I just, my, uh, when I juxtapose my time uh, of absolutely unequivocally falling out of love with the It the timeline, it just meshes perfectly when he and uh, Giorgio Chilini. Just started to weasel their way in and have a more profound role within the team it's I can't get past that his, his personality sucks. I always bring it up the match in Torino 2014 he scores that goal where uh, uh, Vidal is essentially doing the uh, the uh, wh- what the- you don't know hockey right? I don't know a thing about hockey, but all I do know I is just that, know that the know that
1: a guy died not so long ago. That's the only yeah. In the UK, fucking
0: player. well, jeez. Anyway, all I know are that the tall, more uh, uh, perhaps robust individuals. Maybe if I did play, if if somebody saw my large frame on the on on an ice rink, maybe this would be my role, where they would screen the the goalkeeper. I just remember on uh, Bonucci's goal. We all remember that, right? Where it doesn't somehow get called, uh, that goal of his. And, and that was uh, all three of their goals, uh, perfectly enough, All were all controversial in that yeah. match. And, now
1: the, and the guy who refereed that match is now the head of the referee's association. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> and again, I mention this each time, there is a wonderful... Uh, video on youtube of him uh, being harassed by roma <laughs> supporters when he is at the airport not that i condone that but i certainly um uh, in this case they they were they were rather mild in their uh in their critiques of the guy but anyway um listen leo bonucci I, i'm trying to navigate this with some sort of you know Insight that that sounds great and isn't just coming from oh this guy sucks and I hate him because he played at Juventus. Thirty six years old, he would be potentially coming in because here is the thing: this would be less of an issue if Chris Smalling were here. It would be less of an issue even if uh, good friend Marash Kumbula had returned sooner. Maybe he had the match or two under his legs. It would be less of a problem, or perhaps you would have more ability to be, you would have a wider array of players you couldn't pick from, but you're going to lose because again, the the reason Roma have to get somebody is because he's going away. Uh, He will be away from the team because of the African cup of nations. So it's not as if you are having to replace a guy that is, playing sparingly, a guy coming off of the bench, a guy that is a rotation name, a guy who can come in and come out of the starting formation of Jose Mourinho. No, this is a guy that plays nonstop, just like the rest of the central defenders. This, this is a guy that is out there each time, every time, and all the time. And you now are in, in a position where you have to find somebody who can not only live up to the amount of time that needs to be played. You need to find somebody who is at least close to the level of Evan and who, by the way, I, I don't know how many of you called it, but Jose Mourinho came out, and I, I believe it was a match. Um, it, it, it was right after Napoli, no, where he said this was the best performance he has ever had. Uh, he's really starting to grow into the team. I mean, I would argue, especially when you have a Gianluca Mancini who is just coming back from injury, you obviously do not want to tax him. Uh, you don't want to put him out there. Uh, you don't want to have to rely on him uh, putting his foot all the way down to the uh, to the floorboard for every single match. You want to be able to at least give him a break at some opportunities. Indica is not that guy. Indica is the one who is. If we want to talk about just the one who has been there all season, it has been him. He has been the one that has been able to be relied upon. If you think but, about but it we, right from we, beginning we, to end of the season, yeah, it is he, Cristante. Can we think of one or maybe two more names that has been there Uh Alongside those two, as much I'm sure we, if I, if if our research team was not on holiday, I'm sure I could ask it to them, who, uh, who has been able to be relied upon as much as those two. But but honestly, but honestly, this John is right? not the guy that is just or would be potentially or uh, prospectively coming here to to you know sit on the bench, be a be a secondary supporter, so to speak, and have to play the occasional match. You are having to find somebody who plays significant, significant, significant amount of minutes multiple times per week. So uh, how things land when I think of that being the the list of uh, criteria for what needs to be done here, uh, how that ends up to be uh, Leo Bonucci. Don't really know. So this is one of those deals where it seems good on the surface, so to speak, because you are probably going to get him for close to nothing. His agent, he's a he's a Lucci guy, so it's not going to be a a straightforward um, negotiation. So this is one of those things where I I look at this deal and perhaps on the surface I can understand why it would be somewhat appealing to people obviously you have the name in and of itself Leo Bonucci the experience the 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 what he brings what the winning intangibles that they are all there we, there was no arguing to that just when i when i think of this pragmatically i just cannot for the life of me fathom how okay indica we will see you soon and we'll see you in some weeks Leo Bonucci come on in there you go now go play 90 minutes uh, and by the way you will have to do it again in a few days and then again after that and after that and after that and after that does this excite you in any way shape or form well
1: i, I think honestly with 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 bonucci
0: we have to uh,
1: ask ourselves and this is something that i've i've mentioned on a on a recent live stream that unfortunately will not see the light of day after recording but uh <laughs> Bono, Bono, the whole deal with Bonucci, in my opinion, from how I understand, from how I interpret it from the outside, is this is a guy who's coming in to replace not a healthy Chris Smalling. He's coming in to replace an injured Chris Smalling. That's that's mm. what you're getting. You're not getting Bonucci from 2015-2017, who was a rock. He was along with Bar- Barzagli and Killini. He was Juve's backbone was one of the best defenders in Europe and, more importantly, was physically super consistent, super intact, was always there, ready to go, no matter what. Uh, This is not the Bonucci you're getting. The Bonucci, from the past year, year and a half, two years, has been very fragile physically, has given no guarantees to whatever team he's been on, whether that's Juve or, more recently, Union Berlin. So... It's not like you're getting a player who's boom ready to go, and uh, and will give you the answers you're looking for. Now he is more or less providing you with a little bit more consistency, hopefully, than the current Chris Smalling, and the current Chris Smalling is providing you with exactly zero minutes right now. Right. <laughs> so that, that, that's what you that's what you're looking to beat at this moment in time with whatever signing you you make in the defense, whether that's Bonucci or anybody else. You're just looking to do better than Chris Smalling right now. So Chris Smalling gave you three appearances this season. He played against Salernitana, he played against Hellas Verona, and he played against Milan, and then he went down. And we haven't seen him since September 1st. That's almost four months now that we haven't seen Chris Smalling, and we don't know when he's going to be back. So whoever Roma are signing... They're not signing somebody in order to replace Evandika, who's off to the African Cup of Nations. that That's Marash Kumbula. Marash Kumbula's job will be to replace Evandika. Eventually, to give you at least those, ten, I know, John, those 10, 15 minutes, Oof. that's where Marash Kumbula will be. Oof. He's going to be the guy. I don't see Roma going out of their way and getting a big signing. That's January, so Bonucci no. also, in, no. in of itself... He is the guy that you sign on in order to put a Band-Aid on a broken Chris Smalling. So you're just taking Bonucci, who's had a pretty rough time in Germany, and you're putting him in the place of uh, an injured Chris Smalling who could potentially be out for the entire month of January, perhaps the entire month of February. Who knows? But that's the point is Bonucci is not coming in to hear, I mean, whether that whether the situation requires of him that to become a leader, to give you consistent minutes, to play a lot. Um, we will see about that. But I think on paper, Bonucci is just the guy you get when you're in an emergency situation. Chris Smalling, who was arguably your best defender last season, is out injured indefinitely. And you're Roma. And you're looking at financial fair play and you're looking at the settlement agreement and your head is exploding at the thought of potentially signing somebody and then not being able to put them on the UEFA list because, hey, that's also a reality. That right. we're facing. <laughs> in order for somebody who's coming in in the January window to be signed in Roma's UEFA list, somebody must go. And that somebody can also can be Leonardo Spinazzola or Renato Sanchez. We can get to that because those are the two names that right now are being linked with the potential exit. If you manage to offload any one of them, that will enable to then put Christensen or Sadarazmoon or anybody else that comes in January on that UEFA list. We saw last season, the only signing that we did that we tried to get on the, on the UEFA list um, Besides Diego Llorente, who was a, a loan from, uh, from Leeds, Ola Solbaken, He comes in, right? It, right? Yes. The whole idea was okay, let's get this exciting young talent to boost Roma's attack. <laughs> yes. We couldn't score to save our lives. We were like, I, I honestly remember people put, making compilations of Ola Solbaken. Oh, scoring.
0: yes. You know, with
1: the whole idea of, oh, here comes this kid from Bodo Glimt. He showed such good things against us. He's going to come in. (laughs) He's going to (laughs) help. He's going to help this team score.
0: He well, purged us for nine goals. Why won't he do it against exactly, Atalanta? Yeah. Exactly.
1: That was the thinking, right? And then what happened? Then you couldn't put him on the UEFA list, so he was useless <laughs> in your Europa <laughs> League campaign. And he scored one goal. That's, I mean, that's, and that's his contribution. Now he's at Olympiacos and potentially could be coming back because they're Yeah, they, effort.
0: speaking so, of wanting to get rid of things, yeah.
1: It's so difficult for a club like Roma to operate in January, that Leonardo Bonucci is far from anybody's favorite. Uh, I honestly also think from a person, like I see people saying, well, he's a leader, he does this, he does that. Well, if you look at his track record in recent years when he was supposed to be the leader, he was deplorable as a leader. If you look at his comments with regards to Moise Keane at Juve, uh, at his just general attitude and behavior also with the Italian national team, just... Honestly, not a great leading figure. So it's not exactly that you're getting uh, Napoleon Bonaparte. You're getting a guy (laughs) who jumped ship from Juve to Milan and then came back crawling to Juve and then now, he was desperate to stay in Serie A. His agent was shopping him around, trying to offer him to Lazio, Everywhere. to Roma, to this, to that. Everywhere. And then, in the end, he was reluctantly taken by Union Berlin, where he's been quite abysmal. Um, they've been abysmal this season. And what what can you get for a player who's looking to just redeem himself just enough to make the cut for Euro 2024? I mean, that's, you know... When, if, if, if that, I think that says more about him, the fact that he won't quit sure. with his national team, the fact that at the age of 36, he's still like, I, I have so much to give, whereas the facts point differently, um, that you as Roma, when you're trying to get Bonucci, that means you're really desperate, you're in a situation where Chris Smalling is giving you absolutely zero guarantees, and you are in need of just another body, to make that defense work. That's that's all Bonucci is at the age of 36. He's just another body. That's it.
0: I think about how low our expectations are because we, we are asking for, for things for players that are not a corpse. Renato Sanchez. Barely giving more than Chris Smalling. We are essentially asking not you And that's just
1: with a total, I think, of like 250 minutes. Like yes. You know, something
0: uh, just- Not obscene. a
1: single entire game since he's been at Roma.
0: Not one. Think about what we are asking here. We are not asking for high quality. We are not asking for uh, an indefinite first choice player. We are not asking for somebody with high incredible potential. We are asking for somebody who, who, who uh, can breathe oxygen properly ideally has both ligaments uh, uh, has ligaments within both of their knees functioning properly maybe maybe m- just maybe can be relied upon to start the occasional match I- and no seria that's it
1: i think that's the that's the i think that's the winning factor is if you're not right. going out of your way to get somebody from abroad you're getting bonucci who is abroad but is i mean the only league he really knows is Serie A so that's so at least you won't have to do that so at least you're giving somebody to 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 Mourinho somebody who's you know quite familiar with well, what what's at stake in this league
0: I I agree but the, ideally most managers they are seeking the most minor reinforcements you know something it, something to either act as a band-aid, as you said or absolutely you know as, as something if the team is really firing on all cylinders as something to to put a little petrol atop the flame to yeah. to help help the spark bring a spark in this case we're asking for things that are are are, are essentially non corpses that's that that that's it that,
1: and, and you know, that, but that, that's we've been, gone that's from
0: the been days of oh, al Perotti uh, to, that's to, been, to, that's to this been the
1: reality for the past also. I mean, for the past two years with, with Mourinho, we've been actually quite lucky. If you think about it, Sergio Oliveira, a lot of skepticism. Then once he left and went back to Porto, everybody was unhappy. So he, it, Sergio Oliveira, as a signing, worked. Diego Llorente. Nobody had any expectations with regards to Diego Llorente. Here's this guy coming from the worst defense in the Premier League with Leeds United, right. this Spanish guy who's been a reject and a bench player anywhere he went, and now he's coming to, to Roma who are competing for a Europa League trophy. I mean, come on. And now Diego Llorente is arguably your most consistent defender this season. So yes, there have been moments where this has paid off. It's an exception to the rule. With Bonucci, I think the case is is clear because with Oliveira, with Llorente, we didn't really know what we're getting. With Bonucci, perhaps we know far too well what we're getting. For better or for getting. worse, yeah. <laughs> you know, for better or worse, we know that this guy on his good day is amazing. But his good day was in 2017. Right. <laughs> like there is a day, life... Yeah pre-Cardiff for Bonucci and post-Cardiff. One could even argue, okay, that the Euro 2020 where him and Kellini and put on a masterclass, fine. But still, we're talking about a guy who is a has-been. And this, for him also personally, this is his last attempt to make a name for himself in the league. Correct. You know, his last stand with the Italian national team.
0: Well, that's the thing. You are getting it before the Euro. That is the You're only thing in my mind that Euro. could potentially be the saving contract, grace of this.
1: Potentially on a six-month contract. That tells you all you need to know. Not only about the player's intentions, but also about the club's belief in a in a in a deal of this kind. Is that yes? We we don't we don't want it. We don't want to to think about a future involving Bonucci. Like even Mourinho himself, in a recent press conference, said. Uh, if it was up to me, I would love to have a young prospect for the defense. Something, somebody with a future. <laughs> Unfortunately, that doesn't seem like it's going to be possible. Th- that's all <laughs> you need to know. Like the, the, Mourinho, a few days ago, even said it. I hope. Uh, when remember when we lost to Bologna, he went out of his way to say that he uh, that he's happy to stay, that he would like to change his ways of working, and that he's even ready to commit to that young. Players cause yes. over <laughs> free agents over players that come in for money. He's that he's willing to embrace that youth aspect. Well,
0: Gennushi
1: goes the opposite way. Like that's totally that's total counter like, to that. It completely that, yes. clashes. So, <laughs> whatever is going on behind the scenes, this deal in and of itself is. Uh, For me, it's a big emergency sign. It's a big Mm. SOS sign that Roma are displaying all over Trigoria because they are in need of bodies. And Bonucci, at this stage in his career, although a wonderful player in the past, is just a body right now.
0: Yes. Man, the way you are speaking of bodies, that's what we need. Something very vivid in that. Uh, Speaking of behind the scenes, so this is a guy I do not like, admittedly, and I'm pretty certain he knows that. But uh, Davide Lippi, you can tell by the surname, he he may or may not have some relation to the former uh, uh, manager of the Italian national team. He is the agent of uh, Spinazzola. He is letting everyone know, speaking of bodies, everybody with the balls know that soon he will be meeting with Roma to clarify the future of Spinazzola. If you had asked to me as to what I would want in regards to Leo Spinazzola, maybe even one year ago, I would have a much different response than the one I would have today, which is. Okay, let me help you with your bags. Ciao. Would you be bothered? Because for me, I'm trying to think this season a, a, a stretch, not just a single match. I am talking of a period of, of three to five matches in a row where the guy that's
1: was... That's three to five matches, that's very ambitious. I don't think that's... Yeah, well, well him, <laughs> play,
0: he, hey, him being available for three to five matches. I mean, we want to talk about Renato Sanchez. I mean, this is another guy who... I, I, I mean, he has been able to stave off injuries for the most part this season. He has so, had yeah, one or two still, minor ones.
1: Three to five games. The last time Spinazzola has been good for three to five games. I mean, yeah, I. Yeah, well, well uh, 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 like
0: any left back. I mean. 2019. <laughs> well, right, right. I mean, you said there was a Bonucci pre card postcard. If sure. I mean, unfortunately for, Piazzola, for Spinazzola. Pre,
1: sure, pre-Euro 2020. Pre-Euro.
0: Yes, pre-Euro, post-Euro. Um, I mean, do you remember him too, even in the early days of Paulo Fonseca, before oh, sure. we had one of the best transfer stories of all time happen sure. between him and Politano? Politano which was... of, course.
1: of course. And Fantastic. that that was the crucial moment. That's when it turned around for him. Yes. That's when he yes, was on that like, crazy yes. run that led to Euro 2020. Like that was... Yes. And that's really, when you think about Spinazzola, people who still put him amongst the league's best fullbacks, that's what they go back to. They go yes. back, they go back four years. That's four years ago. You, you know how much stuff has happened in four years. You probably <laughs> were, were were just getting married that four years ago. You still yeah. have no kids. No, I'm kidding. Do you I remember know your- the, uh,
0: there is a photo of Politano with the uh, with the with the with the scarf
1: on the on the ciclette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wonderful.
0: Yeah, I was I I, I was because imagine leapy message to me and i man i was going back in time because i looked at all of the old messages and it felt sure. like, the, like we were getting the band back together or something I mean,
1: that's all i, I hadn't I, even gotten past uh past the, the airport in 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 milan yes, yes. well back, the thing too is even reach inter's training grounds i think i, I don't know there was you that whole legend of antonio conte's you know, Pintus, or whatever his, his specialist was called, who had made up these tests, he, all bullshit, you know, all stuff. Right, to right. Not
0: to do yeah, it. they made it seem like they made him do a death march. I mean, come sure. on.
1: And, and that's, but that's the last time. So we're talking about Spinazzola, still in that same vein. Although here we are, four years later, almost. And still. And yeah. we, he has only a few months remaining on his contract with Roma. And the big question is what do you do? Do you get rid of him now? Do you wait until he becomes a free agent? I honestly don't think that Roma would even think twice if somebody came up to them and said, here you go, here's 5 million for Spinazzola. Thank you very much. Goodbye. That's, for me, Roma, if they get five, if they get four, if they get anything at this point. Take it and run. Take yes. Take it and run. If given his output, Absolutely.
0: Well, it was funny, too, because in that same group of messages from when he and I spoke, I'm seeing things about Real Madrid. I'm seeing things about all of these clubs interested. And I I just kept obviously not laughing because anytime somebody gets hurt, you never want to see anybody have their career affected negatively in any way. But when you have him and he is admittedly. I mean, if you just search on the website, I'm sure you will find at least one dozen dozens worth of interviews from this guy saying, oh, well, uh, Real Madrid, Juve, uh, Manchester United. I'm sure we could go through a litany of teams that have come out of his mouth that he has said are interested in the guy. Uh, listen, th- this this thing with him, I don't know because here's the other thing too. It's not just you're not getting anything from him. He earns three million net per season, which I know does not sound like a lot, but he is one of the most nine. expensive
1: players on the roster in terms of costs involved. Still.
0: Be, be, between amortization, exactly. Yeah. Wage. Yeah. One of the most expensive. Yeah, like something like so, around I'm,
1: 10 million, stuff like that. Yes,
0: per season. Per season. Correct. So if you have somebody, Azusa, that is willing to come to you, if you can get a club from Saudi Arabia that comes to you because that, that is where he is getting the interest right now. The only problem is, and this is what I wrote about it on the website, and this is something that Leapy is telling to people. He would prefer to wait until the summer because he would have to upend his life. He's, he's very settled and uh, he doesn't want to leave the country. He doesn't want to go learn a new culture in January. He would prefer to do so in the summer. Okay, well, uh, you know, I, I, I prefer to date Scarlett Johansson. I can't have it. Okay? Tough. Things happen. And you know what? The, the, this, is, this is the price of doing business for the years. Th- just go back in time. I mean, the guy had barely played a a stretch uh, of three, four, five months worth of good performances before Lippi was giving an interview every other day about how. Well, I don't know if he's going how to was- renew his contract. Yeah. I, uh,
1: and, so- and, and that, and that, and also this is the, the this is the the result of Roma postponing this situation yes. with Spinazzola for yes. so long because for, with Spina for so long it was all about his recovery, right? After he goes to the Euro, he gets injured. The recovery lasts almost a year. And then it's all about, well, he, he needs time. He needs time. He needs more time. He needs more time. He's showing promising things. You have more priorities at the moment. You have to think about other positions. In the end, it's become a big issue for, for Roma. Because if if you ask me, and I think that's what most people agree on, is what has been Roma's prominent Issue this season in terms of positions, it's the wingbacks, it's the wingers, yeah. fullbacks, and that starts with Spinazzola, who supposedly, uh, by the name itself, has the goods to be your starter, has the goods to be one of the league's best, but is not. He's far from it. He's inconsistent he's poor in decision making, he always seems to make the wrong choice even though he's got the pace and the dribbling to get past his man, he doesn't put you in a position to succeed and that's been a recurring issue that Roma have failed to address over the years so now we find ourselves a few months away from him potentially becoming a free agent and you have to hope that a Saudi club comes in, offers him a lot of money, and us just yes. a, some kind of sy- symbolic fee, because that's when you know that Roma will bat- they will pounce on it. They, no, they, there's not going to be a second thought. Um, I don't care what you know if Roma are worried about them not being competitive enough across. Uh, the Europa League and Serie A in terms of... I don't care. Spinazzola right now is as useful as a chair in that position. So <laughs> you might as well play in 10 and it will feel the same way or perhaps a little better than when Spinazzola is on the pitch and makes same, the, the same wrong decision over and over and over again. <laughs> so the, the same talking uh, percent applies to Renato Sanchez, another guy who once again, we're confronted I'll with his that are non-entities yeah. for Roma. Yeah. Goodbye. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, this has been such a pro- problem for Roma over the years where there are players that are just there on the roster and you don't know yes. exactly what they do. Yes. They take up space. <laughs> Renato Sanchez is another name, with, like Spinazzola, who takes up a, a spot on the UEFA list. Because of him, Rasmus Christensen, Sardar Asmund can play in Euro- Roma's Europa League campaign. So those are guys that are taking up precious space and time.
0: Yeah, like, what, I, I mean, again, it, it's it, well, and the problem too. Again, these are not guys that you thought would be not, not first choice or or not feature prominently within the team. These, these are guys that were expected to be relied upon heavily. And now we are here in January. Two guys, two players that probably before match match day one, many probably had both of these guys penciled into the starting eleven. And here we are, not even six months later, and we are ready to Absolutely, say. Yeah, sure. Not only exactly. uh, uh, our, our I'm not even...
1: version of the starting lineup included Renato Sanchez. Like, yes. Hey, love yes. him or hate him for his injury history, but quality yes. wise, we all put him in there in the starting 11, thinking, hey, this guy, if he just gets just a little bit momentum in his legs, he can be the difference maker.
0: Um, I, I mean, if he was a guy with not, if this was a guy with not quality, after these uh, amount of injuries, I mean, he would be playing in City Chin now. So, so the, clearly, he possesses the quality to do so. But, but here we are in January, not not even six months later, and we are saying we, you and I would be willing to butler these two to Fiumicino and help them carry in their luggage. That that is how much I am willing to let them go. And, and if you think about it too, it just okay. If we remove them from the squad, it doesn't even feel like you are losing hardly that's anything. The, and I can name point, two guys Roman. that I would prefer right now anyway. That's the
1: whole point. I see people yes. saying, "Well, I mean, Roma can only get rid of them if somebody else comes in. Why? Yeah, why not? Like, does it? Like, do you actively think that it's it's you're gonna feel a difference? <laughs> with with them gone and ne- nobody coming in like do you do you actively think that this is going to be felt i don't know i don't think that uh, even Mourinho no. would say right now that uh, with spinazzola gone you're going to you know you're, i mean officially to the media he's, he would probably say it but right right like if you ask me as a viewer do you want to see a roma with spinazzola in the starting lineup I, my first reaction is no, no 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 take it Take it, throw it out the window. I don't want to see anything that resembles a starting lineup involving Spinazzola at the moment in time. I will even take Nicola Zaleski and uh, yes. his inability to to take crosses on his strong foot over Spinazzola at this moment in time. So. Put That's El Shirawi out over the we're remainder of the about, season. We're ta- exactly. You're like, do I want? Do I take a, a starting eleven with El Sharawi, who can hardly do anything right in that position? It seems like at this moment in time, sure. So, once again, like every January, we go into with these big hopes of. Signings that will make life easier for us. Whereas the real difference maker is can you get rid of players that are taking up unnecessarily a lot of space in this team and, uh, and whose presence is giving absolutely zero, zero to the team's cause going forward? So, honestly, like, see, this is what happens when you focus on January. You don't yes. think about Juventus, you go so to now, some dark places. We're, in a, we're a few days away from Juve. The match itself, immediately in my mind, it just feels like just another away defeat coming along. You know, like the inevitable, oh. painful, classic Massimiliano Allegri dagger uh, straight to the. To Do the we ball. even
0: need to go into that about the away stuff because <laughs> you've brought it up before, and I made the mistake of preparing of looking your at the record. Just, sure. Well, I well, I mean, I I, I suppose I didn't realize and. It, We'll show everyone now. I I didn't realize how bad it was in relation to how good they have been. Now we all know they've been good at the Olympico and they've been bad away from the Olympico. But I suppose when you see the the actual numbers, it it it, it is staggering. Like the amount of goals scored, uh, nine scored, twelve conceded away, while at home twenty one scored to seven conceded. I mean, this is all their fault, but I should expect nothing, right? You should expect nothing simply by way of... I mean, I'm still trying to ride the high and and, uh, trying to find a way and maybe someone more uh, involved in this this, uh, world may be able to assist me with this, but a way to uh, uh, liquidize and, and turn it into a powdery substance from what took place against Napoli. I'm still trying to live off of that and inject it into myself, but um the effects of that they're going to wear off soon and now coming into this one i mean i, I i'm not afraid to say it but i, I mean a, a draw would feel akin like to a miracle simply based off of how they yeah, played away from that's,
1: home. That's, that's, uh, that's the Allianz Stadium also you know, talking through you because we've, we've seen this team come out defeated so many times over there that anything that is not a defeat would feel amazing. Mm. But as you say, just even by looking at how we've performed away from home, this is something that it's just, it's so real because so often we like to construct these narratives and the media especially, they they construct these narratives, they, they, they speak it into existence. But here, no, here it's all Roma's doing. Roma have been so bad, so bad away from home. The difference is night and day between what they do in a packed Stadio Olimpico and what they do anywhere else. And... At this moment in time, with the last match day of the of the year right there in front of us, I want to believe that this team will take all the good things they did against Napoli and they're gonna just take them and carry them over to the Allianz Stadium and embarrass Massimiliano Allegri. But unfortunately, I know better. You know, in Italian we say, "Io conosco i miei polli." I know, I know my chickens. You know, I like, they, like I, I know them. I've been the. Oh I've my god! To them. You
0: sound like my no. Oh my! I, I haven't heard that one since 1992. I, oh my! i gosh! I've oh. walked over
1: them. I've nursed them. I know what these Whoa. guys are all about. <laughs> I know what they've <laughs> done in the past. It was right there for me for the taking. I against Genoa, against Bologna, against Las Verona. We've, we've seen this happen. We've seen this team perform away from home. It's a real thing. It's not something I made up to feel better. It's not something I made up because a lot of people come at us, like even in the most recent episode, said we were negative when we, we talked about the fact that there is a clear disparity between Roma playing against Napoli at home and Roma playing anybody else away from home. It, 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 but the truth That's is a reality. It's there. You can't come on. It's, there. You can't it's, it's a reality. It. It's a reality that has been created by Roma. They are the masters of their own fate, including when they're playing away from home. So Right now we're looking at these reports coming in from from uh, Turin and uh, and you we have Federico Chiesa, Manuel Locatelli, both questionable. Uh, dus- Dusan Vlahovic re- recently trained uh, individually, not with the team because he had uh, he had hurt his foot. Um they have Alexandro out. So Juve are also like just it's a it's a whole big question mark, and we almost want to feel good about ourselves because we could potentially be facing a, a Juventus team that is missing a lot of key players. It's not gonna be that way. They're all gonna recover, but still. Whereas Roma are now potentially looking to have Paolo Dybala back on the bench, hopefully. So another good sign of good things to come, hopefully. But then so you have all these nice ingredients, everything's supposedly right there lined up for something cool to happen, and then we have the facts. And then we have, once again, Roma being Roma, having that track record, and you immediately, all the belief, all the confidence in the world is gone from you when you just take a look at our track record. It's that simple. Yes. You know how many points? They, they've got an average of point. 17 points in 2023 when playing at home. 2.17, that's amazing. Now, don't look at the, uh, the average of points in their away games this year because it's, it's so abysmal. It's so bad. That will make you reconsider everything that's in been Syria, done. In Syria, it is exactly
0: one. One. One.
1: And that's Roma. That's not Salernitana. Uno. That's that's, uh, that's that's Roma. That's Mourinho's Roma. That's a team that you can criticize. You can say, "Oh, they like quality." They like, but you're not gonna tell me that this team is just good enough to get that kind of points average when playing at home. So is Juventus yeah. once again? Is Juve impossible? <laughs> is Juve uh, this game? Is this is this the match that you have to run away from? That you 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 should not even expect some kind of win no actually i do believe that there has there has to be there should be an expectations of a result but the problem is again as always the same old story do roma believe in it because you mm. i believe as fans most of us right now if they were to look at what you are made of and what roma are made of they would come to the conclusion hey you know what Besides the position in the table, which it could be partly due to the fact that Juve play only once a week, there's not much disparity between the two rosters. So what the hell, you know, what do we have to lose? After all, Di Francesco Sfrosinone almost beat Juve, so why shouldn't Roma hope for some kind of result? But again, io conosco I, poli, I know my chickens. <laughs>
0: we have to end it on that because there's nothing that can top that we are going to hold our collective breaths clinch our backsides let's just see what happens it is just just after the christmas holiday just before the new year usually we are used to the uh, proverbial kick to the groin or in this case it would it would be it would be akin to um, I don't even know, like a cannon shot. But they have no other options here. As as we said, and I did see some of those comments after the match against Napoli. But, but as you said, there's no escaping. There's no escaping this thing. The only reason we mention it is because Roma have given us the reason to do so. They have to, as I said in the previous episode, they have to build off of this thing against Napoli. You you, you cannot allow all of that momentum to go to the wayside, build on it, get... To, I know this probably sounds as if we are such losers, but man, if they can even manage a draw, do you know how excited I will be on here in the post match when you and I record? I,
1: I, Especially because I, I mean, then you got you then you got Cremonese, you got Atalanta, you got Milan. So it's yes, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful streak. It's a wonderful opportunity yes. to build something. Um, but it's it's all in their hands. It's not it's not up to us. Correct. It's not up to the media. It's not up to anybody to 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 say something criticize. That is outside noise. What what matters is what's happening on the pitch, and uh, you just have to pray that, uh, that 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 magic, that determination, whatever it is that we saw against Napoli, where it was clear as day that Roma wanted a win, that that is replicated at the Allianz Stadium.
0: Absolutely. Okay, we will be back after the match between Roma and Juve. We will chat with you soon. Until then, ciao. Ciao.